This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Are you ready to take your business to the next level? Every day, there are countless books and articles that are published offering the key on how to make your business a success. It's easy to feel overwhelmed trying to keep up and run your business. That's why Deb Creer created the Business Power Hour. Keep up on the latest trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. Let the Business Power Hour do the heavy work for you. Good morning, good morning. I am Deb Creer, and I am passionate about giving professionals the tools that they need to make themselves and their businesses as successful as possible. And we're going to have so much fun today. And so please join me in welcoming Lisa Bragg to our program. Welcome, Lisa. How are you? I am so well. Thank you for having me here. I'm really excited to talk to you. You're just already so much energy and enthusiasm is one of the easiest ways to self-promote and show up mm -hmm. in this world. So I'm so excited to talk cool. to you. Cool. We are going to have a blast. Well, let me tell people a little bit about you and then we will jump into this. So Lisa Bragg has literally written a book on how to talk about your success. Her book, Bragging Rights, How to Talk About Your Work Using Purposeful Self-Promotion, launched in May. She is a speaker, advisor, and a professional mentor. Lisa is the founder of Media Face, a Toronto-based content and consulting firm. She was also a TV reporter and an anchor for 15 years. So again, Lisa, welcome. Oh, thanks so much, Deb. Appreciate it. Great. Well, I always like to know how it is that my guests got to where they are today. And, and okay, so first thing, your last name really is Bragg, right? <laughs> it really is. So it starts, it's my story starts at birth. No, mm -hmm. it starts really young. So it's Bragg with two G's. Mm -hmm. And when I was about 13 years old, the age my daughter is right now, mm -hmm. I realized, and I'm one of those people, I am a card carrying member of the Gold Star Club, like mm -hmm. 90, if you want 99%, where'd the last percent go? Yep, yep. How come it's not, you know, mm -hmm. I want those gold stars, five stars, please. Mm -hmm. Front and row in so, class, all of that stuff. <laughs> They're you and me, sister. Mm -hmm. And so many of your listeners, mm -hmm. I'm sure, are the same way. And so I would realize that, you know, when they would see the A plus or whatever it is on mm -hmm. my sheet, that other people would notice my success. Mm -hmm. And then eventually got to be, oh, you're going to brag about it and the eye roll that you get mm -hmm. at mm -hmm. that age and stage. And then it carries with us. Mm -hmm. And so I realized young that my success wasn't good for other people and they didn't mm -hmm. like it. So I started to hide myself and right. not be who I'm meant to mm -hmm. be because of that. But oddly, I went into broadcast journalism. But back in my day as a journalist, the story was never about me. <laughs> it was always about right. the people mm -hmm. I was covering. Mm -hmm. And so it was be about, hey, Deb, what are you doing? And, you know, asking you the story, mm -hmm. the questions. And yes, I would appear on camera, but it wasn't about me. Mm -hmm. And so often, though, I'd go up to people and say, Hey, you're the expert. I'd love to interview you. And they would say, Oh, who me? Oh, no, 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 no. Right. Mm -hmm. to you need to talk John. to my friend Sue. Mm -hmm. Yeah, John or Steve. Mm -hmm. And that would happen over and over and over again. And part of it is that when as a journalist, you know, the group would zig and I would like to zag. I always mm -hmm. wanted to find the right. different people mm -hmm. to help tell my stories. Mm -hmm. And that's where you know, people would say, oh, no, I just wait till I get that next certificate. Mm -hmm. Wait till I get this next thing. Or, oh, I'm not the expert. Or I'm not mm -hmm. even a leader. And the self-deprecation that would come mm -hmm. with it. But I had a chance and I'd say to them, look, 
let's do some media training right Mm -hmm. here on the spot. And I would help them to, without too much coercion, Mm -hmm. I don't want anyone to think that I was forcing people Mm -hmm. to do it, but Mm -hmm. they would uh, be on camera. And then I would see them get another media interview Mm -hmm. and then a promotion and good things would happen Mm -hmm. to them. And it was so exciting. I still have those thank you cards to this day saying thanks for that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then I decided um, to start a content company back Mm -hmm. before we knew what content was content, Mm -hmm. doing all this lovely stuff that you do with your clients, videos and social media, Mm -hmm. animation, all those things that uh, my company did. So started to do that for companies and getting their subject matter Mm -hmm. experts online for the Mm -hmm. first time. But then it was always when we'd walk to the elevator and I'd be with the executive who is in charge of the Mm -hmm. initiative. And she would say to me, Lisa, I see what's going on now for the subject matter expert, Mm -hmm. but how can you help me with this? And, you know, I feel like I'm a hidden gem. I don't know. And so all these things would come from it. Mm -hmm. And then I started developing mindset and Mm -hmm. workshops and keynotes around Mm -hmm. helping them to be seen and heard because that's really... My red thread, Mm -hmm. if I look back, Deb, is really helping people to be seen Mm -hmm. and heard and uh, because together we can do good things. So that's what it is. I love it. Well, you know, you've got this great book and I had so much fun reading it, you know, and and looking at your website, you do focus on women, you know, but obviously the topic is important for everyone. Um, But why is it that you think women have more difficulty bragging about ourselves? Yeah. You know what? The book is for everyone, like you said, Mm -hmm. but really I have a lot of examples from women. Mm -hmm. And I think it's because culturally in so many of our cultures, Mm -hmm. we're taught to be so collective as women. Mm -hmm. It's not, you know, my toy, it's our toy. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, give somebody else the mic. It's, Mm -hmm. uh, it's all about us. It's very much teamwork Mm -hmm. where boys are often taught individual sports. It's their win. Mm -hmm. Um, It's okay for them to to butt in line, like pound their chest. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so they're used to talking about their successes Mm -hmm. because then it also helped them in their own networks Mm -hmm. where we are taught to communicate communally. Mm -hmm. It's not mine. It's ours. And so Mm -hmm. I think that really becomes ingrained in us as young, as girls, Mm -hmm. and it carries with us. Also, we're taught Mm -hmm. to be, we have perfectionism Mm -hmm. in our lives where Mm -hmm. we're taught that being perfect is such a a big Mm -hmm. part of it. And that perfectionism means that we don't want to talk about our successes Mm -hmm. until it's, well, not just this success, it's the next level success. No, 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 Mm -hmm. no, wait, you know, my goalpost has changed. So now Mm -hmm. I have to wait till it's all Mm -hmm. perfect. And I've done all this work. So I'm Mm -hmm. above reproach. And that's what keeps so many women Mm -hmm. as hidden gems. But I did a lot of research for the book. And I realized, though, it's also people who have come from different socioeconomic classes Mm -hmm. also really feel that they're not able to talk about their successes because it was all the cultural pieces Mm -hmm. that come into it. But Mm -hmm. women, especially there's also in the workforce where we we've heard the stories about penalties Mm -hmm. about speaking out and, you know, you've spoken out too much now too Mm -hmm. little, like where's the right balance. Mm -hmm. And uh, there is no balance. It's, you know, it is a risk, but it's a risk Mm -hmm. of, the, the challenge is, do you stay invisible, put that mm-hmm. invisibility cloak on, mm-hmm. and it feels corrosive when it's on, mm-hmm. or do you talk about your successes and risk that someone's going to say something? Mm-hmm. So, but the research that I conducted internationally said, actually, most of us, 85% of us are cheering for you, and we want to hear you right. ragging. Mm-hmm. So, so it's a good thing. It's a mm-hmm. good thing. But it's uh, definitely women uh, are the first to mm-hmm. say, that's me. But mm-hmm. interestingly, since the book, men are buying the book in bulk for their teams ah, and asking me to come on more and more shows mm-hmm. and really helping mm-hmm. to promote it, seeing that they can mm-hmm. either they've seen it within their teams or mm-hmm. how can they be the ally to to make a difference. Right. So it's been interesting. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and I'm one of those that defers, right? You know, somebody will say, hey, Deb, that was a great job that you did. And I'll say, thank you, but... and and my business coach is like stop that stop that (laughs) (laughs) and you know but but it is you know we want to we we don't want to be seen as the braggart um or other b words um and and we do want to show that it was a team effort and and things like that and so i think maybe the key is that we do thank you and then we 
eliminate the but. And then we can say, you know, kind of how, and especially if we're going to brag about, you know, uh, other people. And I think that's perfectly fine to do, but we need to initially accept that and say, thank you. Absolutely. So let's break down a few things here. Mm -hmm. So if somebody gives you a compliment, absolutely say thank you. Mm -hmm. And if you feel like butt coming on Mm -hmm. or something else, stop it. Right. Stop it. Mm -hmm. You have nothing else to say. Mm -hmm. Thank you. So while we can get into some more tools for sure, Mm -hmm. but let's get into what bragging actually means. Mm -hmm. So bragging means to talk about your success with pride and pride Mm -hmm. also means Mm self-love. So we get it confused though. Bragging, we get it confused with Mm self-aggrandizement. That's the puffery, the Mm -hmm. ickiness, Mm -hmm. that I'm better than you kind of Mm -hmm. attitude Mm -hmm. that people think it is. But bragging originally in 1325 meant shine and shimmer. It mm-hmm. meant bravery. And we all want to shimmer. Oh my gosh, right? We all want to mm-hmm. shimmer. Mm-hmm. But it also meant bravery because mm-hmm. it means telling your stories and going right. first and mm-hmm. sharing your knowledge with mm-hmm. other people. And so if we can reframe bragging in the sense of it's about service, mm-hmm. when I let you know how I'm here to serve mm-hmm. by talking about my successes, mm-hmm. then you can say, oh, yes, you know what? We need right. to partner mm-hmm. Lisa with this person mm-hmm. and that's what they need. And then they're going to make something together. Mm-hmm. And then hopefully, yes, very Pollyanna-esque, but change mm-hmm. the world, right? Mm-hmm. So when we hear from more of our hidden gems mm-hmm. who are there ready to be seen and heard, mm-hmm. but unfortunately they're waiting for somebody to pluck them out of obscurity mm-hmm. and bring them forward. And that just doesn't happen in mm-hmm. this day and age. It did maybe happen when we were back in the factory era. And I get into this whole timeline of things and uh, you know how we were in the factory era mm-hmm. and how we are now in this imagination mm-hmm global era now it's it's very different but right. we cling to these old social norms mm-hmm. that you know you should wait till you're wait mm-hmm. to somebody else to see your successes mm-hmm. and and not talk about them and right. self-deprecation mm-hmm. is a good thing it's like mm-hmm. no those aren't good things nowadays because yeah. mm-hmm. everyone's so busy mm-hmm. and everything's so loud mm-hmm. so you need to be the beacon and the signal mm-hmm. and let people know how you're here to serve mm-hmm. right you know and, and i think part of it is we do see that braggadocio, you know, the, the person who is going, you know, to the extreme. And, and I mean, it, it happens with women, um, you know, with the influencers yes. and, you know, and, and people like that. And, and, uh, you know, and so then we think, oh, we don't want to be seen like that because we do look at that and go, it's kind of icky, you know, it's like, do, seriously, how many times a day do we have to see something about the Kardashians or, you know, you know any of those things. And so we think we don't want to be that person. Oh, Deb, and I struggle with it too. And I wrote mm-hmm. the book on it because I am naturally a hidden gem. Mm-hmm. So I naturally don't want to necessarily put myself mm-hmm. out there on social media all mm-hmm. the time and scream at everyone mm-hmm. and say, look at me, look at me, mm-hmm. look at me. But I realize though, I need to p- tell people h- how I'm here to serve mm-hmm. so they know mm-hmm. that I'm here to help them. Mm-hmm. And then also, how can I shine a light on others? Right. Challenge with influencers mm-hmm. and the difference with this work is that this is more about how you share your knowledge mm-hmm. instead of selling your products. And right. yes, I know we all need to sell mm-hmm. something and you it is part of selling, but it's not about selling and saying, you know, right right away mm-hmm. go to my funnel and let mm-hmm. me let me trick you into something. But it's a lot about knowledge sharing. Mm-hmm. How do I share my ideas? Mm-hmm. How do I t- claim credit? How right. do I help myself to help mm-hmm. you? And so it's not about you know, becoming that influencer where you're going to all of a sudden show all your travel photos or sell lipstick or mm-hmm. anything like that. It's really about being of service. And if you mm-hmm. change that attitude of like, yes, if I do this social mm-hmm. post, it will be of service. Mm-hmm. But if anyone's feeling right now, oh no, I I'm, I don't want to become a social media mm-hmm. influencer. I don't want to do social media at mm-hmm. all. My book is still for you. It's right. not about social media. I only mentioned mm-hmm. LinkedIn a few times, mm-hmm. but really what it's about <laughs> is finding that one person that you can help mm-hmm. and talking to her right. and saying, here's how I'm of service mm-hmm. to you. Instead mm-hmm. of trying to blast everyone mm-hmm. and being wall-to-wall coverage of, of, of yourself, right. mm-hmm. it's not about that. It's mm-hmm. about here's how I'm here to serve, shine a light on mm-hmm. other people. So let other people know mm-hmm. what great work Deb is doing. Give her a five-star on Amazon, mm-hmm. whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And, and then sharing that information. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, that influencer thing, it makes some of us just, uh, oh, you yeah. know, good for them. Mm-hmm. So I do celebrate yeah. them. I mean, and they've made millions of dollars, which, you know, I'm like, really? Yeah, <laughs> but it's not about that. Right. And so when you're feeling like, oh my goodness, I have to turn into a massive extrovert mm-hmm. to do this work. No, mm-hmm. you can still 
you know, be who you mm-hmm. are, but I just want you to take off that corrosive mm-hmm. invisibility cloak because mm-hmm. it's fundamental to the human condition to want to be seen and heard. Right. And when we're not, mm-hmm. and we're not getting the clients we deserve, mm-hmm. or if you're in co- corporate, you're not getting mm-hmm. the promotions you deserve, that's problematic, right? Mm-hmm. It's not, you're not being seen and you become, mm-hmm. it's, there's a corrosiveness right. to it, that mm-hmm. bitterness. If you mm-hmm. can taste that, mm-hmm. you need to stop being a hidden gem and waiting for other people to notice you because they're not going to notice you mm-hmm. as much as I'd love it, Deb, for them to come find me and my mm-hmm. book you know, on my tiny PC, mm-hmm. the internet, they're not going to find me. Right. They're you have busy. to talk about it. Yeah, we do. We do. You know, and you talked about something else that that I love and I want to explore. And that's, it's okay to be giving someone else those kudos, to give them the opportunity to brag. And I think we need to be doing more of that for each other. Oh, you're singing my, that's, that's the whole thing. I read the because- book. I read the book. <laughs> Because when we can shine a light on others, Mm -hmm. it comes back to us. So it's Mm -hmm. that generosity thing. If I can say, and Deb's doing it right now by having me on her podcast, giving me this space to talk to you, her audience, which she loves and cares for. Mm -hmm. And so curating the right information and the right people Mm -hmm. is really a gift. So thank you Mm -hmm. for having me on. I really do appreciate Mm -hmm. it. But it's really about how do we shine a light on other people? Mm -hmm. So if you are so afraid of bragging and Mm self-promotion, And self-promotion are the tactics to support your brag. So bragging Mm -hmm. is talking about your success Mm -hmm. and self-promotion are all the tactics. It's being on the podcast. Mm -hmm. It's writing an email. It's Mm -hmm. it's having your profile filled out on some association interweb. Mm -hmm. It's all of those tactics, those things that you Mm -hmm. should be doing to let people know you exist in this world. And so when we allow, um, so when we help people with shining a light on them, Mm -hmm. it comes back to us and they find Mm -hmm. us in, in more ways. So you know, and people need us to, mm-hmm. they may not be the people that have mm-hmm. sh- been able to shine in the past, right. but they really do deserve mm-hmm. it. So let's give that to other mm-hmm. people, but it's really important for you to shine first mm-hmm. and then help other people right. along the way. So right. light that path up. Mm-hmm. We can all carry oh. a torch. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. You know, and it's funny. I have something that happens pretty much every week of that is, is always so funny. So I do the podcast and, you know, so I'm, I'm reading someone's bio. Now I, of the time have not written the bio. Um, Every once in a while, I'll get something that's just not quite, you know, and so I'll, I'll, I'll create their bio, but um, you know, they, they, they or their PR firm or whoever sends me the bio. And so I do exactly what I did with you. I read the bio and I can't tell you how many times somebody says, wow, I sound really good. And, you know, and, and it's like, you sent it to me. <laughs> I can't say that on the air, but it is, they, they defer. And it really is funny because they sent me that information and then they go, wow, that sounded really good. <laughs> and Deb, you know, I, that's usually my joke when I do mm-hmm. some keynotes and workshops, mm-hmm. I'll have the very important person uh-huh. read it off. And then I'll say, and I'll be standing up mm-hmm. or going to the front and I'll say, and that right there is your first lesson in self-promotion mm-hmm. because my team or I wrote that mm-hmm. bio and it makes me sound good. And, I, and I'll say something mm-hmm. like, you know, usually you, they'll say, oh, I'm so surprised. Oh, you didn't have to include all of those it's, awards oh, in it. Gosh, gosh. And, and, <laughs> it's the, it's the humble so brag. And you talk about and the that's humble bad. brag in your book. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But just own it. Own mm-hmm. those successes. And yeah. so usually I say after someone reads my bio, that is the first mm-hmm. te- lesson. And that's where you mm-hmm. want to be connected to right. people so that they will read your bio mm-hmm. and then they will share it. And that's mm-hmm. why in your bio, I want you to include mm-hmm. all the good things and let people know mm-hmm. so then they can amplify it. So it's mm-hmm. really important, but yeah, the humble brag. Oh, please don't do that. <laughs> oh gosh. Oh gosh. <laughs> Ew, and, humble mm-hmm. brag yeah, is no. a complaint. It's like, you know, it's a, usually a complaint with a brag. Mm-hmm. So, you know, our, our people who are you know, coming after the bio, mm-hmm. they're not complaining, but they're feigning the mm-hmm. the wins on that. And that's just not, I just not cool, not great with the disingenuous, the, mm-hmm. you know, the not and really. It, it is disingenuous. I mean, you know, it, it comes across really as, you know, I mean, I, yeah, it, 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 I want to tell them. So I should have just said you were an author as opposed to number one, best-selling author yeah. or, you know, things like that. And, and I mean, and clearly the, the big thing, 
they have to be true, folks. You know, that's yes. no, no, no. You know, this is not the snake oil salesman. Um, you know, and and but you know, and, and I talk to people about this all the time with their LinkedIn profiles because they don't brag, they don't talk about their successes. And there's so many things on there that we're gonna go on to the next person. Um, you know, and and uh, but it's really funny. I had to have someone else write my profile. Because I had trouble writing it, and uh, you know, and and we do, you know, we do sometimes have trouble doing that. But then when I read it, I went, "Ooh, yeah, okay, we're going to own this." Um, but I mean, you wouldn't go to a potential client who's interviewing you and say, "We do okay work." Yeah, <laughs> right. That's what we do though, but that's what we do by mm-hmm. not telling our stories mm-hmm. or not claiming our position right. or claiming that award. Mm-hmm. We do that. It's like, well, I'm okay. And mm-hmm. that's what it sounds like. Mm-hmm. And we wait for clients to ask us to tell our stories right. instead of saying, telling a story, mm-hmm. like just tell the story. Mm-hmm. Don't wait for them to ask you. Mm-hmm. And I've seen so many instances mm-hmm. where people have lost business because they're not ready mm-hmm. with a good quality story right. to tell a potential client so mm-hmm. they can say, okay, I really feel confident and secure mm-hmm. in you taking my business mm-hmm. on. And it's like, that's where we think people are going to mm-hmm. do the legwork. No, no, no. You have to give them the right. bio. You have to mm-hmm. give them the, the cheat sheet on LinkedIn so they mm-hmm. can see all of your goodness right away. And tick off the mm-hmm. credibility boxes. So there is no doubt that you are the person mm-hmm. that they'll feel confident and competent, that you mm-hmm. are competent to do the work that you are wanting to do. Right. Let's right. just go on to the next person. So mm-hmm. that's why we have to claim it. But I do appreciate that you had to get someone to write your mm-hmm. bio, especially since you're so talented in the world of PR. But when it's ourselves, we play the head game. And that's mm-hmm. why I often tell people, right. oh, should I say I'm it. an expert? Everybody says oh. they're an expert. Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's, that is the thing. People are tainting the word expert. Some people mm-hmm. though, when you talk to them, they won't even claim the word leader. They're so right. afraid of it. Mm-hmm. And so know that if you're not just somebody who's read, you know, a couple books and watched a few Ted talks mm-hmm. on it, you probably are the expert you think you are mm-hmm. and claim that right. and allow yourself. It's so mm-hmm. funny in my workshops, I'll do, I'll bring a little wand that my, my daughter had her or a little lightsaber, depending on the mm-hmm. audience. And I'll anoint people as the experts and leaders oh, that they I are because mm-hmm. they, they need an outsider mm-hmm. to say these good things. Mm-hmm. And I have a person in the book, uh, Dr. Jacqueline Kerr, mm-hmm. who talks about how she helps people with grants to make them at, well, one of her persons said it was, um, grandiose light or something like that, mm-hmm. because it was so far beyond mm-hmm. her own language, mm-hmm. but it was all true. Right. But mm-hmm. it just, it's the turn of the phrase to say, yes, mm-hmm. I'm a best-selling author mm-hmm. and I am doing these things or, you know, mm-hmm. whatever it is, or I'm a the top number one researcher in this field, mm-hmm. or I've been cited so right. many times, or I have clients that are, mm-hmm. you know, Fortune 500 or Fortune 100 or mm-hmm. whatever it is that really gets you excited. Or I'm the top person in mm-hmm. my state or county or country. Mm-hmm. You know, those are really critical things mm-hmm. to be able to say. Right. But yes, you do have to be authentic and mm-hmm. own it. Uh, and B, it has to be true. But, you know, mm-hmm. we have to say, well, it is true. And my version mm-hmm. of the truth is out there. Mm-hmm. And let me put it put it mm-hmm. louder and prouder. Right. You know, and, and a lot of times I really do think about how would a man say it? Yeah. Because they're going to say, I am a number one best-selling international author. And a woman might say, I've written a great book. <laughs> absolutely absolutely and, you know and and it's just no you know and and but yeah and that's how no things are changing i love that you know things are changing um but yeah little boys are taught it's okay to brag about yourself you and know, we and reinforce it, it in the workplace oh go yeah. ahead oh yeah you know and and little girls are taught oh no 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 that's not um <clears throat> ladylike yeah. I yeah yeah I'm like we we don't even know what that means anymore right no and we're taught not to take credit mm-hmm. right so there's no I in team is so right. reinforced and it's mm-hmm. reinforced on social media but there mm-hmm. is I in credit and mm-hmm. I wish I'd written that in the book but we need to be able to claim the credit that mm-hmm. is ours mm-hmm. so people know because credit goes where credit flows right. like credit mm-hmm. if you have received credit in the past mm-hmm. for something. And then you want credit again. Mm-hmm. Well, you have to show where, mm-hmm. you know, if Joe was a hero of the first project mm-hmm. and, uh, but the second project, he totally checked out. He brought the coffee at the end. Mm-hmm. People are going to give Joe the credit for the right. second project because mm-hmm. he, they know that he's already done the job. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Sarah or Jane, mm-hmm. they, sh- they did the whole project, right. but they didn't take any of the credit mm-hmm. or lay breadcrumbs. Mm-hmm. Or, or they markers. said, oh, I didn't do it alone. I mean, you know, oh, yeah, all of those things. Mm-hmm. And so then they'll say Joe was on the team and people mm-hmm. people will just remember mm-hmm. Joe. 
and people will forget Sarah mm-hmm. and Jane. Mm-hmm. And so that's a problem. You need to mm-hmm. leave markers of success along mm-hmm. the way so people will know mm-hmm. that you are the successful person. And we've all had now clients that have left their estab- their their companies and mm-hmm. you know so sometimes they bring us to the next one but mm-hmm. if the if you haven't left markers of success right. along the way to other people who are mm-hmm. coming into a company they're not going to remember mm-hmm. to call you or mm-hmm. that you were that successful or they call joe projects, mm-hmm. or they call joe mm-hmm. and so that's a problem because you did the work mm-hmm. and so we're so taught to not claim credit mm-hmm. on things and so i want us to rally and allow ourselves to claim credit and also mm-hmm. shine a light on other people mm-hmm. so right. often say you know, if you're on a team, you can say other people, mm-hmm. you know, did these things mm-hmm. and I did this, right. I did this and they mm-hmm. did that. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. But make sure you claim your credit. And I always mm-hmm. want people to claim their credit first. Right. Well, and especially if you were the leader of the team, because they wouldn't have accomplished what they did if you hadn't been a good leader. Yeah. And, you know, and, and so you can say, you know, I, it was great leading the team, you know, I, I you know, and, and, and brag about what, and then you can say, this person did this and this person did this and this person did this and it was, but, you know, and then you kind of reinforce, you know, it was great to be leading these people. And here's my contribution. If you're mm-hmm. worried about bragging and getting into it, but you can say, here's my contribution, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Right. And then, you know, Jane and Sarah mm-hmm. did this, mm-hmm. right? And then Joe. So right. you can, but say your mm-hmm. contribution first mm-hmm. and that my contribution softens a brag. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I'm not, we don't want people to say um, it's all in context too. Mm-hmm. So what youth mm-hmm. might think is bragging is not, and bragging mm-hmm. is often the negativity around bragging mm-hmm. is is context. But it's also mm-hmm. if you're feeling jealous because someone's talking about success, what does that say about you mm-hmm. and not the other person? Right. So right. take it in mm-hmm. if you feel like oh that's that's the wrong thing. And mm-hmm. bragging rights is the name of my book, mm-hmm. and we want people to have bragging rights. Mm-hmm. We cheer people on all the right. time. Okay, mm-hmm. this school got bragging rights because mm-hmm. they won, and it's in such an uplifting position. Mm-hmm. But when it comes down to the individual. Mm-hmm. We're not as confident and bragging gets right. a bad rap. It's almost taboo. Mm-hmm. So this is a taboo topic that people mm-hmm. feel, you know, icky about and right. concerned about, but it's something we need to break through and right. do it right now. And we are so concerned that we're going to sound obnoxious. <laughs> so again, you know, what are what are some of the tips to to be able to to brag about yourself without people going, oh, there goes that Lisa again. Dab right then and there. It's that if you are concerned about being obnoxious, you mm-hmm. are not obnoxious. Just because people who are really those, the people that you, you're thinking of, they mm-hmm. don't even think twice about it. Right. And so, and narcissism is on a spectrum and I'm not mm-hmm. going to get into anywhere. I'm not an expert in it at all, but mm-hmm. I've done a lot of research in it and it is a spectrum. And nowadays we do need a healthy amount of a little bit of mm-hmm. narcissism in mm-hmm. our lives because we there are so many of us. Mm-hmm. And way back in the day when we were all part of farm culture and on on the farm and our mm-hmm. grandmothers and grandfathers were right there talking, singing up our praises, maybe we didn't need to have these mm-hmm. tools. But now we do because mm-hmm. we are now in a totally different society. And so we need to be able to talk about our successes. Mm-hmm. But it's that, uh, you know, people need to hear from us mm-hmm. our own words right. about what we think we're doing well. Right. Yeah. You know, and, and like we said, it is important to get those other people saying it too, um, you know, and, and be, about us, you know, that's because that's, you know, it's really funny. We were talking before the program about online reviews and, you know, the, the positives, my first thought is, yeah, how, you know, they wrote it themselves. There's, there's really not a Sue B, right. You know, they, they wrote it themselves and, you know, but at the same point, you know, we, we assume people are going to think, well, Hey, our product, our service is the best. And we're going to tell them it's the best. And, you know, and, and so I won't pay attention to an ad and that is different. Um, be, saying, Hey, we're the greatest, whatever in the world. Um, but I'll pay attention to total strangers on Facebook <laughs> you know, and, and things like that. So that's where it gets a little bit tricky too. It does. And let me let you in on a secret. So as a new author, so my book came out in May of mm-hmm. 2023. So it's still making the rounds. Um, I did it actually have that new book, book smell. It has that new book <laughs> smell. I, I did. I have to actively, and you're taught and told by anyone who's been a successful author that you have to ask mm-hmm. for reviews. Mm-hmm. Please give my book a five-star review because right. it will help seed the algorithm mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. other people can see it. Right. And that's a little bit of what Beyonce did, mm-hmm. right? So mm-hmm. she got her, she had people help mm-hmm. her with marketing and get all the things going mm-hmm. to get, you have to get your flywheel going. Mm-hmm. And so some of it is saying, 
please, could you give me a review mm-hmm. on LinkedIn? Could you please give me an Amazon? Mm-hmm. And even writing them, some right. of them for it. So mm-hmm. you can say, here's, you know, I know you have no time because mm-hmm. you're running a Fortune 500 company, but mm-hmm. here's something like it could look like. And right. then they, they please feel it. free to put it in your own words. Feel free mm-hmm. to do whatever you want. But mm-hmm. I know you already think me as an expert, mm-hmm. it's great. So go off of that, mm-hmm. you know, that's uh, reviews are challenging though because mm-hmm. there's so much about context mm-hmm. and there was a time where people were paying for reviews and I'm not going to mm-hmm. be uh naive to think that they're right. not but mm-hmm. you know a lot of people you have to ask for mm-hmm. them and when you see a review you are looking at it and mm-hmm. saying is this something that I want to invest my time right. in or not right. but authors they're asked they're always asking please mm-hmm. send a review please mm-hmm. write a review right. it just helps to make mm-hmm. the difference in the successful mm-hmm. book and a lot of people they have you know 100,000 mm-hmm. followers already before they write the book mm-hmm. which is great mm-hmm. but for newer authors mm-hmm. who are getting a platform established it takes time mm-hmm. to get it out there right. so so i absolutely appreciate the people that have given me mm-hmm. the five star reviews mm-hmm. and that have also taken mm-hmm. a risk on a new book mm-hmm. and a new author but mm-hmm. it also becomes part of i've put my credibility out there mm-hmm. they know me i'm doing i'm talking to so mm-hmm. many people and giving away a lot of my ideas for free but it's really then thank you for the reviews mm-hmm. and i also as a guest i will often go back and say here's a five star because i really mm-hmm. appreciated the time we spent and together. i ask for them that's the other Good thing for you you'll yes, get a follow-up email that says please give us a linkedin recommendation and for our audience listening, maybe you don't have a book or something that you're selling directly mm-hmm. that you'd want to review, but you do want testimonials mm-hmm. about your work quality or right. about the product that you have. Mm-hmm. Ask for them. Mm-hmm. And when you get a lower one, don't worry about it. I right. know our brains will go, oh, goodness, mm-hmm. I got a four. Oh, they gave me four out of five stars. What did I do wrong? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know what? We just have to keep going and not mm-hmm. worry about uh, about those reviews right. and just keep asking for right. them. It's so funny. I will say this story about my um, my my. Dear Dear mother-in-law, who uh, I had, an, I was doing a, a, a commercial podcast, so client was paying for it. Mm-hmm. She's like, "Oh, I'll leave a review, but it's going to be a three. And I was like, "Oh, why would why would you leave a three? Right. I was so yeah. mm-hmm. you know, your family, right?" Mm-hmm. And she said, "It's because nothing is perfect, Lisa. So I can't give you a five star. And it's a cultural thing where it's like, right. oh, I was like, well, maybe just don't leave it then because it takes yeah. a lot of work to get rid of that mm-hmm. three. Mm-hmm. And she didn't understand." How really, you know, right. it, how ranking really works mm-hmm. and what, when people give it a three, it was like, man, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, yeah, it's, really, it's average, right? It's Especially average. Yeah, out of like, five, it's, it's not it's average, average. Mm-hmm. but it's just that a lot of people culturally, mm-hmm. you know what, I'm going to make sure you, mm-hmm. that I take you down a peg or mm-hmm. two. So, but don't do mm-hmm. that to each other. I think it's really... How do we, mm-hmm. you want to be honest. Did you mm-hmm. like it? You know, oh, yes. if you mm-hmm. didn't like it, maybe don't mm-hmm. say anything, but yeah. five stars mm-hmm. are what uh, really makes the difference mm-hmm. for people. Right. So, well, and I've seen some and I, and I love it when, you know, and I, and I have clients who have done this too. They will say, you know, please, please review us. Um, if it's not a five-star review, please contact us so that we can make it a five-star. Oh, um, that's great language yeah. right there. Everyone take that down right now. Mm-hmm. That is really good on Deb's part. So yeah, how can we make this a five-star mm-hmm. experience for right. you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and and again, you have to ask for it. And it's it's really funny. People do think they need permission. Um, you know, I discovered long ago when writing blogs. If I didn't say, you know, and, and or like on LinkedIn, you do a post. If you don't say, what do you think? What are your thoughts? You know, all of those people go, oh, I know. I mean, there's that big blank box there that, you know, is is that's what it's there for. But they somehow think that that you need to tell them it's okay. It's okay to 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 comment or to like or you know, review or whatever. Um, so it's it's perfectly acceptable to ask people to do that. And it's perfectly acceptable to do it, Deb. I think mm-hmm. that's a challenge. Let's give it to your audience mm-hmm. right now is to find one of our posts, find mm-hmm. this post of the of the podcast right. and comment on it. Mm-hmm. And it could really just be, mm-hmm. you don't have to come up with anything. I think a lot of us think I have to write something right. uh, earth shattering uh-huh. or unique. It changed my copy. life yes. type of post. Mm-hmm. Just copy something mm-hmm. that Deb or I ha- have said in mm-hmm. this conversation that really resonated with mm-hmm. you and put a quotation marks. Mm-hmm. You know, Lisa or Deb said this mm-hmm. and I like it like mm-hmm. or just or just right. this resonated mm-hmm. with me this quote and mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be anything mm-hmm. more than that or wow and the mm-hmm. quote mm-hmm. but e- and then take that and make that a social post mm-hmm. of your own right i really would love it if more people 
took to different, uh, so we follow the same influencers Mm -hmm. over and over again, Mm -hmm. like Adam Grant and Brene Brown. Yes, Mm -hmm. they have great things to say, Mm -hmm. but so is that person who's right Mm -hmm. around the corner from you or in the same Mm -hmm. country or in the same block and, Mm -hmm. or in the same networking club Mm -hmm. that you're in or book club. Mm -hmm. Why don't you comment and quote them for Mm -hmm. a change? Because that will spread thought leadership. Mm -hmm. Because I worry that we're becoming a little bit, we're getting in some group think silos Mm -hmm. on things. Mm -hmm. Find some different people to to support their posts and Mm -hmm. just copy and paste something Mm -hmm. that they said Mm -hmm. in whatever it is that they were writing or podcast Mm -hmm. or whatever clip, put it out there Mm -hmm. and you'll see good things because of it. Well, and I've got a great example of that written down on my little page for for today for in my show notes. You use the phrase in your book, act with audacity. And I love that. I just thought that was, I'm like, oh, that's meme worthy, you know, and all those various things. But I just love that, um, you know, and, and so that that would be a great thing, you know, for me to go to Amazon and to say, you know, I absolutely loved Le- uh, reading Lisa's book. So many great tips. My favorite was when she said, act with audacity, because one of the things that's going to happen is people go, What's that mean? Oh, oh, I must read it to see what that means. That's so, so generous of you, Deb, but I'm going to give you something back on that too. Okay. When I see that Deb's name is beside it and mm-hmm. she's going to use her name mm-hmm. there, then I'm going to say, oh, well, who's this Deb person? Mm-hmm. I like what she said. Mm-hmm. I'm going to see what else she writes about right. and I'm mm-hmm. going to follow her. So yep. when you're complimenting me, thank you mm-hmm. very much. I appreciate it. But it's also an opportunity mm-hmm. for the person to then say, the rever- reviewer mm-hmm. to then say, Hey, hey, here's a piece of mm-hmm. my thought leadership. I think this right. about this piece. Mm-hmm. And also like, well, here's mm-hmm. some more reviews because it's mm-hmm. all linked in right. some way, especially yep. on Amazon. You can oh, see yeah. what other things they've mm-hmm. reviewed and people click on the names mm-hmm. to say, oh, I really like what she's doing. Mm-hmm. What else has she read? And so it's a subtle, easy way mm-hmm. of you getting out there mm-hmm. and on, on social media posts, right. like what the person says and mm-hmm. put your name. They see your name. Oh, I and- do that all the time on LinkedIn. I'm like, ooh, that's an interesting person. Maybe I need to be connected with them. And then you're getting in their mm-hmm. sunlight, right? Mm-hmm. So how do you get in someone's sunlight? Mm-hmm. You're commenting on the things that mm-hmm. they're commenting on. You're actively engaging with them. Mm-hmm. Not a sales pitch, but right. you're just saying, I'm acknowledging, I find mm-hmm. this really remarkable what you wrote. It's fascinating. Mm-hmm. Or this is the point I like the best. Mm-hmm. And then you're saying that and people want that. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people, you're going to think a lot of um, people aren't doing their social media they might have teams helping with them mm-hmm. with it, but then they also get a report or right. they check in once mm-hmm. in a while because mm-hmm. they want to see, is what I'm doing resonating with people mm-hmm. truly or not? Right. And okay, I can see that Deb mm-hmm. really liked my post. And now I have Deb way back in my mm-hmm. brain and I'm going to meet Deb mm-hmm. one day. Right. And it's like, oh, Deb's the perfect person. Mm-hmm. I have clients who got mm-hmm. uh, work from that. Mm-hmm. Mila. Right. She thought nobody was reading her posts at all mm-hmm. because she wasn't getting any comments mm-hmm. or likes on it. Mm-hmm. And it's that so many of us think that our voice doesn't matter. So right. we don't do it. It's the tree then, in the woods thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then someone came along and contacted her directly and said, oh, Neela, I've been following your posts for so long. I really think you're the right mm-hmm. fit for a client of mine. And then, you know, so that happened. Mm-hmm. But don't give up then thinking that people aren't mm-hmm. listening and looking and right. liking. They just mm-hmm. don't feel like their comment mm-hmm. matters. But you know what? Audience, your comments do really matter. Yes. And oh, it really yeah. can help shape mm-hmm. the next body of work right. too. Right. You know, and, and I always tell people, when you get those comments, acknowledge them. You know, and, and it's funny, I have these conversations with my clients and, and we were talking about this before the show, positive and negative reviews, you know, and, and I respond to every single one on behalf of my clients. I will, you know, and, and, and I tell them it's really not for that person who wrote it. It's for somebody else who reads it because when we read and see, oh, you know, Lisa commented on this and this business responded and said, thank you so much. Or said, "Oh my gosh, we need to fix this," or or whatever. Um, and and you, you, they always have the debate. Well, should we acknowledge when something went wrong? Yes, that's when you really need to acknowledge and and then try and fix it. Um, you know, because we remember those things. You know, I, I always tell people, you know, think you're in a restaurant, right? And waiter goes by, drops an entire pitcher of ice water on you. If they go, "Was well, your fault? <laughs> you know, your purse was in the way." You're probably not going to go back to that restaurant. But if they say, oh my, even if they did trip over your purse, which was out in the way and all of those various things, if they say, oh my gosh, I am so sorry. 
And, you know, and because that's kind of, we, we just want acknowledged, you know, and, and so, you know, you, and you don't, like I said, you're not going to say, well, you stupid person, your purse was in the way and I fell over it. You're just going to say, we're so sorry this happened. Um, you know, and then if you can try to make it better, you know, so you would say, you know, we're, we were very, uh, you know, we're, we're terribly sorry that happened. Come in and, and we'll give you a free hors d'oeuvre or, you know, something like that. Now, obviously you have to watch what you're doing or you're going to have, you know, 500 people that post that because they want free food. Um, you know, and even this, you know, when you just get stars, you know, go in and say thanks because that person took the time, even if it was five seconds to click five stars. I mean, acknowledge that and, and let them know, you know, you thought it was great because then the next time when they see you, they're going to think, Ooh, I remember them. They, they treated me like I was, was worthy. Oh, Deb, so many gems in that. Gratitude is one of the easiest ways mm-hmm. for self-promotion saying mm-hmm. thank you, but also we're always earning social currency. Right. And mm-hmm. so when you make, and you talk about that in your book, I do. So when we have, when we're putting our self-promotion out there, Mm -hmm. we're earning trust with our audiences. Mm -hmm. And I use the word audience for our clients and customers Mm -hmm. too, because you never know when somebody's going to become a a client. So they might, they might never be a client. They might Mm -hmm. always be a brand ambassador, Mm -hmm. but we have to constantly earn trust in Mm -hmm. this world that we are in today. And so when you trip and you spill that water on Mm -hmm. your client, they know that you've never spilled Mm -hmm. water there again before. And so, and you probably won't ever do it again. And so you already have something out there that mm-hmm. says, oh, no, 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 I trust this organization. Mm-hmm. I trust this person. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give them the, the benefit of mm-hmm. the doubt because they've already had a currency, social right. currency bank mm-hmm. that's so high mm-hmm. and so generous mm-hmm. that it's okay. And so mm-hmm. we will make missteps. You mm-hmm. will get right. one star. You mm-hmm. will make a huge mm-hmm. mistake that people will see an mm-hmm. egg on your face. And But as long as you've built up that there's credibility behind mm-hmm. you along the way, then people are willing mm-hmm. to forgive and forget mm-hmm. a lot faster, even on the, the social right. media that we have today. So mm-hmm. it's, uh, it is, it is challenging when we make those faux pas, mm-hmm. but don't let your perfectionist, uh, tendencies also mm-hmm. weigh you down in that right. too. Just, uh, you know, we do have to mm-hmm. say sorry right. and, and move on with it. Well, and you, you can, you can kind of have fun with it too. Um, you know, I always look at hotel reviews, especially if obviously it's a hotel I've never been at. So I'll go to TripAdvisor or whatever and look at the reviews and this one was so funny. This person ripped this hotel. Um, you know, it was so noisy. The bar next door, you know, when it would, when it would, everybody'd leave at two in the morning. It was so noisy. Cars were honking, yada yada. I mean, they just this was horrible. This was awful. These people were traumatized for life. And the response was, "Thank you so much, but I think you have the wrong hotel because what surrounds us is." And in not bars. I mean, it was, you know, and they said, please come visit us so that we can, can win back your trust, even though you've got the wrong place. Um, you know, and, and they could have just easily ignored it. That well, you know, that's not us. We don't have a bar next to us, but they did kind of, you know, and, and, but they, again, they did it in a way that was polite. They didn't say you idiot. There's no bar next to us. They said, we think you might have the wrong location. <laughs> You know, we're humans having a human experience mm-hmm. and some people just want to let off steam right. sometimes. Oh, so yeah. I think and that's... sometimes you click the wrong button, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, well, the, you know, it, it's so funny when we talk about, you know, bragging about ourselves in, in such a positive way. I was telling you before that I, I have this calendar. I love this calendar. It's a, a, a quote a day and it's inspirational and, and you know, business oriented type of business things. And I always, I take a picture, I post it on Facebook without any context. I just post the image and then it's kind of fun to see what, what people say. And so just last week, this one popped up, work hard in silence, let your success be your noise. And you and I had the same reaction to it. Ew, no, uh-uh, no. But it was so funny because other people commented and said, oh, how true. But it was women. The women commented and said, well, yes, you know, we don't. But but I, but I just thought, well, that was an interesting thing to have in this inspirational calendar because we, you know, and, and I don't know, maybe it's the word noise because to me, noise is a negative. Um, you know, and, and so, but yeah, it was just, it was so interesting, especially that that was just last week. It's the whole, you know, bragging violates modesty mm-hmm. norms. And if mm-hmm. you were that good, your work right. would speak for itself. Mm-hmm. And that's Adam Grant is the one mm-hmm. who says something like that and constantly puts it mm-hmm. out there on social media. 
And, you know, it comes from a place of having power. Mm -hmm. So if you're that quiet about your work, then Mm -hmm. you're in a position of power because then someone is seeing you Mm -hmm. and seeing what you're doing. They're watching you. Mm -hmm. But most of us aren't in positions of Mm -hmm. power where our work is easily seen Mm -hmm. and heard by other people. So it's when you're in proximity to power, maybe you can be silent about it. My concern is how many people are working in silence and burning out, thinking that mm-hmm. eventually someone will see their work. Right. You know, there's that Steve Martin quote too, be so great, they can't ignore you, mm-hmm. but they can ignore you. Right. And they will take all that work that you're mm-hmm. doing and claim it for themselves, mm-hmm. or they'll just ignore Or somebody you. else will claim it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're doing that work you're doing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's that I'm doing 150% mm-hmm. and then I'm burning out because right. I'm doing so much and nobody is noticing mm-hmm. because I'm waiting on someone else. And so mm-hmm. it's that self-advocacy mm-hmm. piece that we have to turn on and say, it's okay. Mm-hmm. So flip it on its head from waiting, the waiting stance mm-hmm. to saying, no, I need to self-advocate. Mm-hmm. Advocate. I can't mm-hmm. wait for someone else to notice me because right. otherwise my research, mm-hmm. so many people reported that like one woman said she lost for sure seven figures oh. waiting for other people to notice mm-hmm. her. People with her maternity mm-hmm. leaves and all these different scenarios mm-hmm. because they waited for too long. Mm-hmm. Men reported losing clients because they thought mm-hmm. their boss was going to help mm-hmm. them with it right. or, you know, former client. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't work that way. Mm-hmm. We have to do it ourselves. Mm-hmm. And so, so that self-advocacy piece mm-hmm. is something that we need to hold on. And mm-hmm. so when somebody says those kind of things, I'm always like, Hmm, how close to power are mm-hmm. you that mm-hmm. you can be silent? It's a luxury to mm-hmm. be silent and other people to see your right. work and promote you. And mm-hmm. you know what? When you get your flywheel going, that's at the pinnacle mm-hmm. of this work that people will just say, oh, right away, Deb is the person for mm-hmm. this. Right. I know that and mm-hmm. I can bring her in. But you have to be the person mm-hmm. to get your flywheel going. Get right. that wheel going by putting your mm-hmm. things out there. To, again, it may be just to one person or it might be to mm-hmm. a million people, mm-hmm. but they need to know how mm-hmm. you're here to serve. But if you are waiting for someone else to help you in this mm-hmm. world, you're going to be waiting an awfully long right. time. And what a mm-hmm. shame. That's a mm-hmm. shame. Right. You know, and, and you you mentioned this in your book, and I love this, where you know one person said she was waiting for her boss to tell people what a good job she had done. And she happened to say something about it. And her boss said, that's not my job. Yeah. You know, and and uh, and and I thought, you know, that was we do. I think we expect that they will say, "Hey, you know, it was the team, and this person did this, and this person did this," but that's not their job. You know, their, job, their job is not to promote you. Now they can add on to it. You know, so Lisa could say, "Hey, I you know wrote this great book," and then I can say, "Oh my gosh, I loved interviewing you about it." Um, but yeah, it's it's not their job to be promoting you. It's not their job. It's a gift if they do. Mm-hmm. Right. But mm-hmm. but don't forget, people leave. Again, your mm-hmm. clients will leave. Your customers mm-hmm. will leave there where they're working. And, mm-hmm. you know, if you are em- employed in corporate, mm-hmm. your boss will leave. And he might leave without leaving anything mm-hmm. behind to say, hey, actually, all the work was on, on her. Right. Yeah. Right? They're not they, going to do that. No. They're not going to mm-hmm. do that. Mm-hmm. And so, again, with our clients, too, when they leave and do something else, will they know? Have you left mm-hmm. the markers behind so that other people can mm-hmm. see your success. And that's where we need to be talking about our Mm -hmm. successes and not wait Mm -hmm. for these other people. But Mm -hmm. yeah, that's such a sad story too, because she had to leave one job Mm -hmm. to get to another place. And she was going to do the same mistake, putting it on her new VP to say, Mm -hmm. well, aren't you going to let me ride your coattails? Mm -hmm. Do not ride anyone's coattails because Mm -hmm. that will be a very slow and they can rip off. And, and that's mm-hmm. the burnout mm-hmm. or that's because like, right. they'll take your work. Mm-hmm. I, I look like a rock star by taking right. your work, but it's mm-hmm. all your work. Mm-hmm. And yes, we do work on teams and we do have to let our leaders mm-hmm. take the work sometimes, but then we also have to keep track. And that's mm-hmm. why I always say people keep your brag book, mm-hmm. have that right. information mm-hmm. ready to go that either you're bragging to yourself mm-hmm. saying, Hey, I deserve that pat mm-hmm. on the back because no one else is giving it mm-hmm. to me. Or something that you can take mm-hmm. to your clients and say, hey, here's all the good work right. I've done or, or mm-hmm. you're a leader in, mm-hmm. in whatever way. Or if you're getting that award, applying mm-hmm. for an award, here's mm-hmm. all the great stuff. Right. I know I'm doing these things. Yeah. Don't, you're don't not going to say, I did okay. You're going uh, yeah. to say, you know, because of me, we, you know, the company earned an extra 25% or, you know, I brought five new clients in or, or whatever, um, you know, and, and, but again, it's that because of me part yeah. that's yeah. so important. Yeah. The because of that's a great mm-hmm. joiner. And it also helps people accept it more. It's mm-hmm. the because is just one of those words that people then they don't hear your brag mm-hmm. as a, as self aggrandizement. Right. Mm-hmm. It's now 
neutralized that people accept it. So, mm-hmm. so it's interesting, but it's language, language and context are mm-hmm. so many parts of it, but we need to make bragging standards so we can hear everyone and get those hidden right. gems mm-hmm. front and center. So, right. yeah. <laughs> well, what about, I mean, you know, you, you mentioned language, but I, you know, there's, there's a different language because there is culture, you know, different cultures. So, you know, there are definitely other cultures in the world. And, and I know we have listeners from around the world where it is not acceptable, you know, in many cases, especially for women to brag. Um, but, you know, there are also cultures where it is not acceptable for men to brag either. So how do we deal with that? Yeah. And Deb, you're in the US and I'm in Canada. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's why I really wanted to take an international look at this because mm-hmm. a lot of the research in the past that on bragging and self-promotion that say it's really bad and taboo mm-hmm. is based on small uh, university cohorts. So mm-hmm. surveys that are about 20, 25 people mm-hmm. and that we're extrapolating. And when you're young, you want to fit in. Mm-hmm. But when you're older, we realize we need to fit in and stand out. Mm -hmm. And so coming from Canada, uh, I wanted to look at it internationally. Mm -hmm. And so looked at not only the US where it's so funny, because everyone thought it would be not my market at all for this Mm -hmm. work. But I'm in fact, hearing from so many Americans Mm -hmm. saying, you know what, that is me. And I even went, I was in line and a New Yorker said, I was giving her the premise Mm -hmm. of my book. And I thought, oh, there's no way people from New York. And this is my bias, Mm -hmm. you know, because you think, Mm -hmm. but there's a lot of people there. Mm -hmm. And she was well quaffed and on so many boards. Mm -hmm. And I said, here's the premise of bragging Mm -hmm. rights. And she said, Lisa, that book is entirely for me. Mm -hmm. I'm Catholic. And so culturally- And and you were taught- yeah, you do not, you know, you you uh, you hide under the bushel or whatever it was. <laughs> exactly. Don't put your neck above the pulpit. Like there's so many mm-hmm. phrases that we could all pull mm-hmm. out. And so talking to people internationally that mm-hmm. are much more uh, collectivist societies. So in Japan, for example, they they are very much, you know, don't talk about it. Right. And mm-hmm. um, their phrase that they gave me. So I talked to a panel of women from, from Japan and it's uh, the tallest nail gets hammered first. Mm-hmm. And they also have, I think it's Sasuri where mm-hmm. they want people to be, your leader should be, or client should be a mind reader and know that you mm-hmm. want that opportunity. Right. Because well, love you're expecting them readers. to be intelligent and you know, all of those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And read the body language mm-hmm. that I want that promotion, but mm-hmm. people aren't, we're so busy in right. our own world. Mm-hmm. to not to not have that also talk to people from australia about tallest Mm -hmm. poppy and Mm -hmm. how people get cut down for Mm -hmm. speaking out their truth and Mm -hmm. what that looks like and uh the research behind that uh and then yontelovin which is from scandinavian Mm -hmm. countries that you know it's a set of not laws but laws Mm -hmm. that uh social constructs that Mm -hmm. here's the way we behave Mm -hmm. and you shall not think that you're better than us and it goes on Mm -hmm. and on and on but then there's counters to that Mm -hmm. but in this global world that we're in it's hard to play those games mm-hmm. talk to a woman from india who you know they are now she was taught to be very humble and mm-hmm. not talk about anything at all success mm-hmm. wise right but now she plays with global companies mm-hmm. and works for global companies right. so she's had to learn and realize mm-hmm. yes i do need to mm-hmm. talk about my successes mm-hmm. and so so many great stories like that mm-hmm. help illustrate that you're not alone and it's not just your culture. Mm-hmm. And it is that so many of us right. have been told that it is icky to mm-hmm. talk about our successes. Mm-hmm. But a lot of that is so that people can then take our work mm-hmm. and run with it. And uh, you'll still stay where you are. So that's right. why I want so mm-hmm. many of us to brag and to right. talk about our successes. Yeah. And when you feel like it's only me, I'm not supposed to because it's my culture. Mm-hmm. My book points out that lots mm-hmm. of cultures actually have right. the different feelings mm-hmm. around it too. Mm-hmm. So, right. yeah. And and as you said, religions also. Um, religions, but yeah, yeah. I was working with a-, a delightful young woman one time from the Middle East. And she was talking about the fact that culturally, if she were, say, at a networking event, she could not just walk up and say, hi, I'm so-and-so. A male relative is who has to introduce her. So she said, I go to all these events with my uncle because he's in business and, and all of this stuff. And she said, I love LinkedIn because that's gone. You know, and, and so she is able to, to you know, introduce herself and connect with you know, people from around the world and not have to have an uncle make the introductions, um, you know, and, and, but yeah, so, you know, there are certainly ways for us. And especially now, I mean, this post COVID world, 
you know, we've, we've all discovered it's a really small world, um, right. you know, and, and so it is okay to reach out and, and be connecting. Now, you know, if you're still connecting with somebody of that same culture, maybe you need to, to you know, think about it, but yeah, there are certainly ways to be able to, to um, use our technology and, and everything that we have to, to help yourself. And that's the great thing is that, and we don't, you know, we don't need to talk to a million people. Again, mm-hmm. we can talk to one person. And so mm-hmm. if you are able to just connect to that one person and then build relationships yeah. from there, and because mm-hmm. networking is great, but it's mm-hmm. networking to connections to mm-hmm. relationships. Right. And so, you know, like, if your uncle is the way that's going to get mm-hmm. you in and has started mm-hmm. on it, then that's what sure. it is. But yeah. then how do you take it beyond mm-hmm. and help yourself? And so that's where I'm getting back to the point of one person, because mm-hmm. if you're from a culture where it's really not allowed, mm-hmm. but if you're confiding in people who are in the same context mm-hmm. as you and letting them know that's how mm-hmm. ripples will happen because right. it will go further mm-hmm. in a positive way. And again, if people are reacting neg- negatively to your talk of success, mm-hmm. you're bragging. What does it say about them right. versus what it says mm-hmm. about you? Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and we're certainly not saying that you shouldn't ask for, for introductions. Um, you know, just last week I, I told somebody, I said, oh my gosh, I'm trying to meet so-and-so. And they said, oh, hey, we're connected with them on LinkedIn. Be happy to do an introduction happy to that's perfect yeah. um you know because they're gonna brag about you right yeah. they're not yeah. they're not gonna say well you should meet lisa she's kind of eh. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you know they're gonna, gonna say to you need to people. meet lisa because she's written this great book and i think she'd make a great speaker at your conference or you know whatever the, the reason is that you're doing that thank you for saying that but that's really what it is mm-hmm. how do you make it easier for people mm-hmm. to check you out right. and know how you're here mm-hmm. to serve and so that's why we need to put, mm-hmm. I was just talking to a group a few weeks ago and they won an award a year ago and they were like, oh, I guess it's too late. I'm like, it's never too late to mm-hmm. post those awards. Right. It's never too late to go mm-hmm. back and say, hey, new winners of this award. Mm-hmm. I won it last year. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. It's okay to do mm-hmm. those things because then you're in community with mm-hmm. people. And that's really what, when we talk about our successes, mm-hmm. we build our communities because then we mm-hmm. can find people who are also successful, who right. also want to do good things right. in the world. So and we don't so- always have to include those dates. I mean, like one of the things I say no. is that, you know, I, I was recognized by the Colorado chapter of women in communications as their outstanding woman of achievement. Now I don't have in there what year that was. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's yeah. forever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's not like they said, nope, year went by. Nope. You're not that person anymore. Um. So, but yeah, so interesting. Well, oh my gosh, Lisa, we have just chit chatted the the hour away. And this is so important. I think we have to have you on again um, because it is, it's just so important for people to know how to do this. And especially in this day of new technology and all sorts of things, you know, when, when we're having to introduce ourselves differently, uh, one thing you talked about in your book that, that we didn't get to at all is the 30 second elevator pitch, you know, and, and how that's, that does such a disservice to so many of us. Um, So, yeah, so we'll have you on again. But tell us, how do people connect with you and what are the services that you provide? Oh, thank you. I really appreciate that. So uh, lisabragg.com and it's Bragg with two Gs. That's my website. And then I'm I'm active on LinkedIn. That's my favorite place to, to play in the social media world. So find me there. Uh, any other social media, I'm that Lisa Bragg, that Lisa Bragg. <laughs> Uh, so find me, but my website is the easiest place, lisabragg.com. And I do have something for you if you are listening and uh, want to get a free tool. It's at lisabragg.com slash listener dash love. And it's a little tool that will help you get going on your success and storytelling and, and thinking about content that's easy to use. Those are the places to find me. And then what do I do? Well, I have the book. It's it's new out in the world and you can buy that in any uh, retailer in the world. So that's really exciting. It's available ebook and paper and um, audiobook too now. So that's an exciting thing. And the book is uh, one thing, but it's really, I give workshops and I'm a speaker out helping companies to really help their people to be seen and heard. And I am going to host, I've been asked to do some uh public event workshops. So I'm going to be doing those in the next little while. So if you want to come along on the journey, follow me and find me and I'll be reporting back more about that uh, as people want more from the book. It's so success. It's so exciting to see the book, Mm -hmm. you know, be brought up and be successful that people say, okay, now what's next? And Mm -hmm. that's what we want. Mm -hmm. 
we want people to say to you, hey, what's next? And that's mm-hmm. uh, this is great. Now, what do I do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I'm really uh, excited about. Mm-hmm. So those are the things how I'm here to serve is really through helping people be seen and heard and often working with uh, companies in different ways for that. So perfect. Yeah, thank you. I love it. I love it. Well, again, it's Lisa Bragg with two G's.com. Um, and we will have the the link to the listener love in, in our show notes. You know, it, this really has been such a fun conversation. I can't wait to do it again. But until then, do you have any final thoughts that you want to leave everyone with? Well, I'd love to go back to one of the things you said near the top and you really liked that when I wrote about audacity. And so I just, could I just spend a minute to read a quick passage from it? It's Definitely. close to the end, but bragging rights are about audacity. It's about owning your worth to get the opportunities you deserve. It's about standing out and fitting in. It's, it's about celebrating both the success and the journey to get there. It's about gratitude. <laughs> so we have to be able to say thank you, knowing we are thankful to those who have come before. And it is also about changing the system so that we can all have a better future. And it's about asking everyone to show their work instead of letting some people get a free pass while others are told to work harder. So I think that's really an important piece is that like, how can we improve things for all of us and to really make sure more people are seen and heard and bragging is the way to do it in the easiest way because You've already had the success. You've already done the things. Now it's time for you to get the opportunities you desire and deserve. So I appreciate this opportunity to talk to you today. Thank you. I love it. I love it. Well, again, we have been having such a great conversation with Lisa Bragg. Um, She is the author of Bragging Rights, How to Talk About Your Work Using Purposeful Self-Promotion. Can't wait to chat again. I'm Deb Creer. And until next time, everyone have a great day. Tune in for our next program for even more trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. The Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer, is proud to be part of the C-Suite Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.